Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 30. Guess what? It's a great big world out there, and you don't have to be scared, because it's all yours for the taking, I know. Your dreams are big and bright, and God gave you this life to do crazy things. Hi, Principal Matters listeners. This is Will Parker, principal from Sky Took High School and host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I'm actually recording this episode from Jacksonville, Florida, where we spent some time today presenting to teachers. Uh, as a part of ICLE's Digital Learning Initiative. What a fantastic day of uh, learning and growing with other educators. This week's episode is a response, again, to questions that readers and listeners have been sending to me about their own leadership struggles. And one of the questions that I asked in a recent survey was, what's your number one leadership challenge right now? Uh, One listener wrote back with the following Um, My challenge is the culture and climate. Are teachers griping about admins, griping about students, are parents, other groups of teachers feeling that they think they can say or do what they want, that rules don't apply to them? This is a a common concern among educators, which is how do I affect the climate of my school if the climate of my school is not necessarily a positive one. So today I want to respond to that question. And as I mentioned in last week's episode, I'm not accompanying all of these audio responses with a specific blog post. Um, Instead, I'm trying to respond as I would if we were having a phone conversation or if I was being able to sit down one-on-one with some of you guys and so that I can respond to some of the questions that are coming to me more quickly. I'm putting them in this audio form. I am um, updating weekly blog posts on other topics, so please check those things out at williamdparker.com. But let me respond to today's question. How do you positively affect a school environment when teachers... Um, or being negative about kids, about one another, about parents, about the community. Let me start by asking you first to check yourself. Now, this is not an easy response, but let me start here first. There is no way we can combat negativity in our schools unless we first commit to be positive leaders. So let me ask you first, to check yourself in terms of your own responses to the challenges and the frustrations and the more difficult moments that you're having in school. In other words, let me say this to school leaders, principals, directors, superintendents, those who are leading teachers. How often are you speaking of those people with whom you work in positive in positive ways rather than negative. Now, in all of our jobs, there are times that we need to be able to speak openly, and there's sometimes with one another we need to be able to vent about frustrations that we have with other people's behavior. But if the primary comments that we're making about those whom we're leading are negative, what do we expect from them to be saying about the people who they're, whom they're serving? 
In other words, if school leaders aren't consistently practicing looking for the positives in the people whom they lead, then eventually we begin to model the negativity that frustrates us in others. So question number one is, how are you responding to the negative people with whom you work? Because if we spend time focusing on that negativity, then we're going to become exactly like the people who are frustrating us. So number two, how can you look for the positives that are happening in your school and promote those so consistently that you're overwhelming negativity with the positive? There's a lot of specific ways that you can do that, but let me just make some suggestions. Number one, come to work each day looking for the positive. That doesn't mean you ignore the negative or that you don't confront the brutal facts of things that need to change in your school or that you don't maintain accountability. But what it means is this. On a daily basis, look for the good things that are happening from the superstars and the consistent workers and the folks that are showing up with their A games and publish and promote and encourage that behavior by talking about it. You know, there's a presentation by a writer whose name is Will Bowen, and he talks about in his book, The No Complaining Rule, that we often find ourselves in the habit of complaining so often that it becomes our first go-to. Complaining is something that we often will normally do just because it's a part of conversation. So when someone asks you, how's your morning going? You might start off by saying, oh, I'm just exhausted, or I had a horrible night, or I can't believe that I'm facing another day at school. How much different would our days be if when people ask us how we are, that we think of something positive to respond with instead of something that's negative? Again, that doesn't mean you can't be real. It doesn't mean you can't be authentic. It doesn't mean you can't be vulnerable. It doesn't mean you can't vent. But what it means is this. What is our mindset as we're, as we're coming into work? One of my colleagues that I worked with for a number of years at my school who became a hero in our school community before his retirement was named Brooks Walton. He was a history teacher who um, just after retirement um, uh, ended up becoming very ill and, and passed away. And it was a very sad time for those of us who knew him. Our district ended up naming a building in his honor. And when I looked back at, at his life over the the decades that he was a school teacher, one of the reasons why he was so admired by his students and by his colleagues was because of his incessant positivity. When I would come into the building in the morning and see Mr. Walton and ask him the same simple question that I ask so many other people, which is, good morning, how you doing? He would almost always say something to the effect of, I'm just living a dream. Now, sometimes you would laugh because you would know that we were getting ready to face something stressful today and living a dream might be sarcastic. But at other times, you knew that he had planned something fantastic and fun and exciting that was going to be happening in his classroom that day. And he authentically and truly was excited about being at school. I remember one event specifically where Mr. Walton, as a student council sponsor, along with his team, was hosting our state 
student council convention where thousands of students had come to our campus. They were staying in surrounding housing areas, and we had hosted an enormous event at our school arena. And I remember walking in the second or third morning of that event, and Mr. Walton had been up for hours and had not had much sleep the night before, and his eyes were were so bloodshot I was worried about him. And when I saw him, I said, how's it going? How are you? And his response was the same as it had been every year I'd known him. I'm just living a dream. And he was having so much fun being a part of something that was that was touching the lives of students and being able to keep that perspective that he was infecting everybody else with his positivity. So as you're looking around your building, yes, you will always have people in your building who might drink grumpiness for breakfast breakfast. And yes, you might have reasons why that there's lots to be concerned about or complain about when it comes to those with whom we work. But let me just encourage you to first err on the side of positivity. Err on the side of seeing what good things are happening in your building. And don't forget to celebrate those so often and so frequently that when you do have to confront the the negative, it's not the primary thing that you're dealing with. It's the secondary. So when I come back to the question that was asked by this listener and this reader, which is how do I combat the negativity in my building or how do I deal with teachers that create a culture and a climate of griping or complaining, I know that it's not always easy to hear that we have to first speak to ourselves and ask ourselves how are we responding and how are we modeling that ourselves? Now, let me give you some specific ways I think you can model positivity. Kudo emails. When you walk through your building and you're seeing the positive things that are happening, jot them down, come back to your office and shoot down an email that says kudos and tell your teachers, I just spent time walking through the building and here's some fantastic things that I just saw happening because there are great things happening in your building, whether it's a lab that a teacher's doing or some innovative lesson that they're creating or something that, it's, that a student has created or is presenting to other students within that building. There is something positive happening in that building that other people need to know about. That's number one. Number two, capture pictures. Tweet about them. Share them out via emails. Let them be something that you include in your student or your teacher or your parent newsletters so that other people can see the positive things that are happening. And number three, capture videos. If you're watching something that's really exciting, pull out your phone, get it on a video. Make sure, of course, that you're not violating anyone's FERPA by posting something without their permission. But most of our students are excited and their parents are excited to see the good things that they're doing um, at school and share those things out. As you're pushing out the positives that are happening in your school, then people can rally around good things. And so, yes, people are still going to hear the negativity, but if you're sharing out the positives, then you are being a part of the solution. So now it's your turn. I'm sure you've got some other great feedback on ways that teachers can have a positive climate in your school. I'm sure you have ways that that you can share that are ways to combat negativity or griping or complaining that can often start 
among staff or among um, educators that can infect a school. And I'm sure that you've got some other suggestions too. So feel free to share those out, whether you want to make a comment on the um, blog post that accompanies this post on my website at williamdparker.com, or if you want to shoot me a tweet, uh, my handle is at williamdp. Um, or if you want to shoot me an email, feel free to uh, go on my website and contact me that way as well. I want to thank you for taking time to listen today. And I want to encourage you to remember the positives that are happening in your school. Can we combat negativity? You bet. And it starts by first looking at ourselves and by second determining that we're going to overwhelm the negativity with our own positive responses. I hope that as you're looking forward to the start of a new school year, that you're getting excited. Um, I know that there's so much to do uh, in preparing. And so I want to thank you again for the work that you do in investing in students and investing in your school communities because you are an educator and what you do matters. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time and I hope you have a great day. Principal Matters is a publication of William D. Parker. It does not necessarily represent the opinions of Sky 2 Public Schools, the affiliates with whom I work, or the organizations for whom I consult. Music compliments of Stephen Nettles. Check out his songs at hearthevoiceless.bandcamp.com.